Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Hi, Mom. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, bitch, I've never been tireder in my life. Like, I know. what's crazy is I didn't give birth. I didn't go through labor, but I, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. Like, I oh don't know what happened. <laughs> You got a haircut? I did. Yeah, I I, I stopped. It. I stopped by the grocery store yesterday, like last night on our way home from the hospital at like 8 to pick mm -hmm. up like salad kits for us to make for dinner, and I saw that the haircut place next door was empty, so I was like, shit, I got to run in. And it, it like Just takes me like it. takes like 10 minutes if I don't have to wait, so. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I wish it only took yeah. 10 minutes. That I know, would be it's so nice. good. Well, I yeah. get my hair cut like frequently. I try to go every okay. four weeks because I don't like it to get too... My hair is really thick. So at a certain point, I like can't really do anything with it, you know? Yeah. And especially like where you live, it's super hot. You have to right. just keep that yeah. nice. Thin it out. Yeah. Thin exactly. it out, honey. And today <laughs> is... Okay, so today's Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a good... Palette cleanse Tuesday. We don't have any New Jersey. Oh, which... thank God. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Because I, listen, I'm not even a New Jersey stan by any, you know, by any stretch. I love New Jersey. I've watched it since day one. You know, I have such a good time watching it. But if you were to ask me, like, you know, what my favorite franchise was, I wouldn't say New Jersey, but yeah. it's just like a whole other thing this season. I kind of feel like with the fandom and everybody, yeah. like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Shannon, what the, what fuck? the fuck? Like, okay, so watching the show is one thing, but then, yeah. so we're like, we're just like fully in the podcast episode right now, are we? We're yeah, just like, yeah, okay. we're just doing it. We're in. I we're love all it. We're in. in. Okay. All in. So all in by Teddy. Um, Teddy. Okay, so the thing about New Jersey is like, it, when I was just a viewer, when I was just like a civilian Bravo watcher, it was one thing. But now being like, you know, someone that recaps it and, and podcasts about it and like, you know, makes content and tweets and all of that, like, it's just a whole different beast. Yes. Um, I, I never get accused of like standing for a housewife more than during New Jersey season. Like if I ever tweet anything that's like anything. anti, that's like anti Melissa or Marge or whatever. And like, I'm not, I don't really tweet like anti about anyone unless you're like, Kelly right. God. for me, it's just my opinions. <laughs> and honestly, I think what confuses people is like, I live tweet the episodes. And so mm -hmm. I, during one 60 minute episode, I might send out like 20 tweets. Not all of them are like that important to me. You know, right. some of them are just like flippant thoughts, but these people, they yeah see a tweet and they think it's like my college thesis statement or something <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to get my doctorate in new jersey housewives it's yeah. ridiculous um so i'll tweet something that's like anti-marge or anti-margaret and and it's like well you're just a tree hugger and it's like i actually can't stand teresa like yeah. i don't get it they just think that any opinion you might have makes you like a ride or die fan of these housewives and i mean my listeners know your listeners know like we don't subscribe to that bullshit no, it's just it's not... too it's mm -mm. it's too hard like to 
to think that you could possibly like ride or die for any of these women besides no. Heather Dubrow because they're all monsters, you know, <laughs> like they're all monsters. Well, okay, but they're they're like the friendly monster, you know. Oh like, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. They're the well, Mike Wazowskis, of, right? The Mike Wazowskis, most of them, anyhow. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. If you post anything that is in favor of one and it doesn't even have to be in favor it could just be you're using their photo it has nothing to do because like oh my god most of my posts don't have anything to do with like the actual person it's it's like, like a meme weird shit yeah it's like weird yeah. shit and people still well, i can't believe you would post this i'm like well believe it because i right. post it. <laughs> like first of all believe it <laughs> um second of all expect more of this if you're right. gonna just like sit here and follow me but i don't know when it became like against the law to post about one person or the other because I'm in Instagram jail after posting. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Shit has been wild on the gram lately. So So crazy. Between all of the, uh, uh, like, the accounts that have been put into jail or like I got locked out of my account and I got that same notification that everyone's getting. That's like, you used a service to buy likes. And it's like, bitch, I am not Melissa Gorga. I don't need to buy likes. Like I get authentic engagements, you know, like literally, literally on like literally Instagram shows me that I like reach nearly 2 million accounts a month. Like I don't need to be buying likes. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Scandaval. Um, yeah, oh my gosh. But, but so I think we all, what happened is, and for me, I do think it was like a lot of the Scandaval stuff. Um, I was getting a ton of comments from clearly bought accounts um, like that were pro Raquel, pro Tom Sandoval. So like I wasn't buying these these comments or these engagements. No. Like their camps are, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah. that's what's happening now on New Jersey. And so any account that is getting bombarded by these trolls eventually is going to get like locked out or kicked out of your account. You're put in jail. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. we're not doing it. And I, listen, and it looked, <laughs> I, I can't even say pissed me off, but like, what irked me was, you know, I don't get down in the trenches with like Gossa, you know, in my DMs, sure, but, you know, publicly, I'm not right. reporting gossip or anything like that. I posted two like janky and intentionally janky Mortal Kombat memes, like totally fun. Like this is harmless. This is meant to be taken, you know, for fun. And people were still pissed off about it. And I was like, you guys. Like, well, really get a grab. Like I said, like, is it people that are pissed off? Or is it, like, you know, some of these housewives that are then sending the the trolls and the bots out? Like, I think... I were think you Di- silent? Or were you, <laughs> or were you silenced? silenced? No, I honest... I, both, bitch. No, I right. honestly think <laughs> that, like, a lot of the housewives are, like, taking... Uh, like following in Diana Jenkins' footsteps and like sending bots after after social media accounts now. Like it's very weird. You would think that they would have learned through that whole debacle. But I mean, the other part of it too now is a lot of uh, accounts like ours, not you and I, but other accounts similar to ours are claiming to be like harassed by people in the Bravoverse. So like, I don't know if you've seen oh, all this, but- Oh, do you want to talk about that? Oh my God, all of the DMs that people are claiming to get. Let's talk about it. Let's talk Let's about it. You haven't, talk. have you gotten any DMs from no, Louis no. or Margaret or anyone? No, M- well, no, I haven't. Um, I mean- What's like your I take? Had, 
I had a little jovial exchange with Melissa Gorga the other day, but that, oh, no, totally. Like, I, I talk to housewives yeah. all the time. Okay. But like, so for listeners, if you're not familiar, this, yeah. yeah. So there's a bunch of accounts that are claim like I, what I saw first, and I don't know the order of it, but what I saw first were accounts claiming that Louis Ruelas was coming after them in their DMs, harassing them, calling them terrible names, all sorts of stuff. There were multiple accounts who have screenshots and were spreading them. From there, a bunch of people were like, not so fast, it's actually Margaret Josephs that is doing all of it. And then they started sharing screenshots of supposedly Margaret Josephs like in their DMs, attacking them and harassing them. And the people on both sides are now alleging that the, the people on the other sides are like making it all up and and they're claiming that everyone is just photoshopping all of these things. Okay, it's, that's so it's a mess. corny. This it's is, a mess. Okay, first of all, everybody needs to pause fully, like grab the emergency break. I mean, yeah, like hold this bitch into park because it's so low budget right now. I can't even. This is Agreed. low budget Betty behavior. This is Oxygen Network TLC. We network trash okay yeah. and like i like that trash but this is not the network that i come bravo There's... is supposed to be above it yeah it's supposed Hello? to rise above this is the network of heather dubrow people come on there is like a je ne sais quoi with yeah. bravo this this behavior is not giving je ne sais quoi this is denny's no. okay oh my god and literally <laughs> like waffle house literally rudy tootie fresh and fruity this bullshit <laughs> The big goddamn slam, okay? <laughs> um, but no, I, okay, my whole take, I totally believe. Do I think that Margaret is like going after people? No. But Agreed. do I think that if somebody is bold enough to tag Margaret in a story talking shit, do I think that Margaret, if the wind blew the right way, would respond and be like, fuck you? Yeah. And do the I wind doesn't her? the wind doesn't even have to blow. Yeah, she could her, her husband Joe just needs to like toot in her direction and she's going to do it. Yeah, or but like I, I do not think she is like seeking people out and harassing no. them and I and I also don't think that she's threatening them. And that's the big thing here is that both sides are claiming that they're being threatened. And I don't think that she's paying people to Agreed. go after people either. Like Margaret Margaret can be petty, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's a but housewife. She, at the, right. At the end of the day, though, Margaret is about the dollar bills, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, Margaret is here to cash checks, to, you know, look fabulous and, like, decorate her home 700 times, right? Right, with, like, a million different patterns. Okay, I'm, like, that's my favorite home of all the housewives. I love it, too. I, I honestly feel like her home is what Schwartz and Sandy's wishes that it was. <laughs> Yeah, it's the shine version, like right. the wish. Maybe the yeah. what's this new Timu? What or oh yeah, Timu. I don't even I know. know what it is. It's just like I want so movie. many like monochromatic like jumpsuits from them. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, now that you're a dad, you can just buy like a whole you know family yeah you know starter pack whatever that they sell. But it's probably like three dollars and ninety nine cents. Also, um, but yeah, I don't know this whole just like accusation thing i do believe that louis is in certain people's dms and like listen i don't even like that person okay but i do believe that they, i don't think that dm was doctored like at all. yeah i i don't either i find it much Ooh. more plausible that what what, what? But, <laughs> you just got activated <laughs> i did got i did get activated because this shit sends me i think it's hilarious um and like i'm 
very good personal friends with Giorgio of Giorgio Says. Yes, we love Giorgio, we friend yes. of the podcast. We love Giorgio. Friend of the pod. I've been personal friends with him for 20 plus years. Oh my okay, God, like no got, way. Yes, like we used to, we were club kids together at, at like this gay oh, club that, totally that we used to go that. to in DC. It was everything. I'll have to send you some photos. They're hilarious. But um, I was talking to him yesterday and like he was just talking about how he doesn't really get into this you know, like the content creator, like drama of it all. He's just like, I'm just here to like have a good time doing this with like a few people that I am friends with, but I'm not right. here for like this weird drama. And we were both discussing, you know, so, and I'm not dropping names. If you know, you know, if you don't like figure it out, ask a friend, you'll, you'll get there. Um, but like the person who released the DM from Louie that was sent mm -hmm. at like 11 o'clock at night or whatever it was, mm -hmm. um, I guess had sent Louie a DM in February. Mm -hmm. Then did you see all of that? Yes. I've, I saw all of it. And but for the record too, like I don't like Louie, but I like also don't really like this other person. Um, yeah! they, 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 oh, they, they, <laughs> that's what we're going to call them from now on. They, uh, they is they're weird. They, uh, I had like a whole, I mean, back in like the Patrick Summers days, oh my God, all I feel of that like everybody... was going on. So I think, I mean, I back at, I, I thought that they was like in on that too. Um, I mean, that, that would try, they uh, are very <laughs> weird. Um, listen, I have a they uh, horror story, and like, I think we all do. There. I have I, one, I'm blocked. Me, I'm blocked. And I, and I blocked back though. Yeah, I blocked back. I, I'm, I'm like, a fucking sweetheart. Like, what did I ever do to they? I'm a sweet, this is the thing. Uh, they blocked me because they didn't want to see content of me at BravoCon with a certain person that they doesn't like. They is French handle. They is a loser. That's the lamest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, so again, my my situation with they. I mean, should we just start calling? Her? <laughs> my Tell your my. My dad is watching. Um, okay, so <laughs> they they uh, blocked me because of the whole Patrick Summer stuff, which like I got dragged into that. I mean, for I mean, let's be real. I invited him to come on my <laughs> podcast, but I felt like I got dragged into that drama. And then it went on for so long and I kept trying to remove myself. I wasn't talking to Patrick. I was so far out of it. And Thea was like communicating with Patrick constantly and then reached out to me and was like, Bravo starting an investigation. Like, we're going to need you to send us all of your files from when you interviewed Patrick. Like, we they're going to look through the metadata and find his IP address, like all of this shit. And I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. So I tweeted being like, guys, apparently like the Bravo police want, like are sending a subpoena for my like interview footage, LOL. And she saw she saw the tweet and then DM me and was like, I can't believe you would expose that they're investigating. Like now Patrick is going to catch wind of it and we're never going to catch. Like she was literally acting like this was like CSI BravoCon. It was ridiculous. I Fucking psychopath. First of all, she needs to stop living in an eternal story. Because yes. not every moment of every day is fucking story time. Okay. I don't care. I don't care that you were a PA on Seinfeld in the nineties. I really don't care. I don't. I don't care that you changed Julia Roberts tampon in nineteen ninety four. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Like personally, I don't care. It's not yeah. and like if you were like <laughs> like 
I don't know if you were actually like BFFL with Julia Roberts, I guess. Cool. But like still, if you were, she wouldn't like want you to be talking about it on your Bravo Instagram account. She'd be like, bitch, like, don't tell everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you see Kim Kardashian's like lifelong BFFLs that only get posted like every so now and then you see them and she's like best friends since middle school. And it's like, I've never seen this lady before. Right. in my life it's because she's living on the low she's not like a clout chaser you know exactly. like name dropper it's like you're cool in your own right or you're not and well and you- there's a difference too between using this stuff as like your resume or like to try and like make it seem like you are legitimate in your profession but she yeah. she tries to make it seem make her like more legitimate as a bravo fan and it's like bitch this has nothing to do with that like this is not a competition of like no it bravo's, is not a competition this is but not also, america's most bravo holic or whatever like right america's right america's next, next top bravo holic <laughs> god i would win bitches <laughs> like the girl who stands before me um yes, no but I, literally like just because you worked in hollywood like i get it that that might give you some insight into reality right. tv but you're not friends with these people it's fucking weird it's fucking weird i have two photos in my hand <laughs> only it's me it's me and Thea. <laughs> it's me and <laughs> i'm much cuter know. so i know i win That's i'm it. cuter and like i don't like being like nasty and whatnot but i'm just you know i'm sorry like no i, I agree think- i i feel like she roped both of us into some like weird petty drama that she so has weird. and like yes. if you're if you're like a 40 or 50 year old woman like she's legit 50, middle-aged like she's 50, legit middle-aged I'm yeah no she sure was a like she was a working she was a working girl in the 90s she like and i don't mean she was like a, a stripper or like no. a whore i mean she was like, like working she, she was like in her like, 20s like out in the world yeah yeah so she's she's a yes. middle-aged woman if yes. you are roping like 30 something year olds into yeah. like weird petty drama about reality TV shows. Like it's fucking weird. And it's exactly what she did to Louis Ruelas. She like yes. roped him into some weird drama and then cropped out the message that she sent first. Like she's fucking weird. And I'm not it saying that crazy. Louis isn't also weird, but like, I don't know, weird meet weird. There you go. Louis is okay. And here's the thing with Louis. And I don't even, okay, this guy is so. I tried to get at the very beginning. You know, like the red flags were there, but I was like, maybe he's like awkward around the cameras, you know, sure. like maybe, sure. Like this is sure. new to him. And that includes like digital cameras when he's at some weird beach retreat shirtless <laughs> with all of his friends. He just gets awkward. Put it through, like lift up your iPhone. He's going to say weird shit. It is what it is. A hundred percent. So I, uh, I, I try to give him the benefit of the doubt um, because as much as like sometimes Teresa pisses me off, like I would like, you know, I wish happiness for almost everybody. Right. Um, Except for they. <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Really, I'm just kidding. I don't even, you know what? I hadn't thought about they for the longest time until I, saw the other day the screenshots and I was like oh my god of course well here's the thing it's every franchise they try to like insert themselves like she was she was like friends and enemies with Lisa Rinna like she's now friend like it's all it's fucking weird every city she like gets involved in and that's exactly what Patrick Summers did too he was like I'm friends with Lisa Rinna I'm friends with Jen Shaw like no you're not it's so weird like just because they liked your comment 
a couple times or they've DM'd you. Like, who hasn't gotten a DM? Right. Totally. And I'm not totally. trying to sound like an entitled asshole, but it's like, if you've had an account for any, you know, extended period of time, like anything over six months, you've definitely gotten a DM from somebody if you're actively 100%. your account. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not 100%. some like- 100%. I'm not like flexing or anything weird like that. No. I'm just saying like, it, cause you're in the same boat. It's like, you have like totally. parasocial relationships yeah. with these people. But the difference is you and I are cognizant of the fact that like, it is a sort of parasocial relationship. Well, right. And I feel like my, I have like such a perfect insight into this too, with my quote unquote friendship with Tamara that I had because mm -hmm. like to your point I thought it was a friendship and I thought we were pals and like mm -hmm. granted she and I talked all the fucking time but right. in, in hindsight I recognized that like I was a tool for her that like I was a yeah. part of this whole machine and she was using me to spin narratives and all of this stuff and so like you might think that you're friends with these people, but you're not. What you're doing is becoming like a, a willing pawn in this entire game that they're playing. And like, ultimately, look what happens. Like you you say one wrong thing and then supposedly they're like threatening you. Like it's, it's just weird. And so the fact that these people yeah. are going to continue to like insert themselves into this type of mess, thinking that it's gonna like somehow end up differently this time and then like all of a sudden they like are gonna be friends with Teresa and Louie and gonna be like jet setting with them yeah, to like Italy for the summer. It's not, not gonna happen, Thea. It's not it, gonna yeah. fucking happen. No, Thea, it's not the vibe, babe. And like, it, what, honestly, what is the goal? Because right. I, I don't think you're not getting free BravoCon tickets because I doubt no. Andy Cohen applauds this kind of low budget behavior, you right. know, like, well, and the problem too is like their their entire brand or online persona is just this type of nonsense. Like there's no, yeah. I, I'm happy that I'm blocked because like I didn't find any sort Same. of um, anything relevant or exciting about that content. Like again, I can only hear Me so neither. many, so, I can only see Same. so many Instagram stories about how you Same. wiped Julia Roberts' butthole. Oh like I don't God. care. Hashtag marked safe from there. Like we're <laughs> <laughs> we're oh my just God. in God's graces over here on Amazing. the block side. But yeah, right. the whole Louis thing. I just I think it's creepy. I think I gave him the benefit of the, of the doubt at the beginning. Now I'm like fully creeped out by him. Like the stuff he was saying at the reunion was okay. So well, yeah, we we've got to talk about his reunion behavior I can't, because like I can't. so my question Dirty is. John, all of those like little weird side comments, like the threats, like, oh, you're going to get it soon. Like, you're going to see. Let's you're gonna play. See. Yeah. So everything, it's like, it's different because we're watching it on TV and they're on a soundstage and they're mic'd up. And so like all of the audio is the same vocal level to mm -hmm. us. But my question was like, was he saying those things to himself under his breath? Yes, like, that's I what I, so. that's what I thought, which almost makes it even creepier to me. Creepier. Because then at the end, when they wrap up, he gets up and he goes over and he's trying to play nice. And he's like, love you guys. It's all good. May is he thinking like they didn't hear any of that shit he was saying under his breath? Yeah. It's fucking I mean, probably, weird. It's so probably. weird. And it's those scary. little, like one sentence, vague, like mafia threats, like, oh, you're gonna get it soon. You're gonna get mm -hmm. it. Like, what is it? What's, what's Joey what gonna get? Yeah, yeah, what does that mean? Like, please elaborate, sir, kindly. Because, and he never answered anything directly. No. It was always like a 
sort of answer. Yeah. You know what the I mean? Fucking, it was very... The Bo Deedle nonsense. Like, what the fuck was that? Okay. I mean, even, even Andy, I feel like he had to just kind of move on because he was like, this non-answer is like such a dead end. I don't even, I can't even dig in He's like, further. I stopped caring because yeah. I don't even know anymore. And... There's no, there's nothing. You're not going to get any sort of truth out of Louis Ruelas. Yeah. It's very similar to like Brooks Ayers on Orange County. Like, I remember when Brooks did the one-on-one sit-down with Andy and Andy would ask him questions and Brooke would be like, oh, that's confusing to you. And Andy would be like, yeah, it's confusing. And then yeah, Brooks would just be like, oh, okay. And like, <laughs> like, no, it's confusing. So elaborate, you know, yeah, like, like, we don't, we don't get it, but they want yeah. us to be confused, you know, yeah, as Vicky, as Vicky Gumbelson said herself, the devil loves confusion. The, de- the devil loves confusion. <laughs> and Vicky would know. I mean, she, she sure damn would. She would, she would fucking know. <laughs> she but... sure damn would. It, it really was like bizarro watching him sit there and like argue with women because I always find it so cringe when the dudes like argue with a woman. You know what I mean? Agreed. It's just kind of like, whoa, buddy. And then at the end, the whole flip script like manipulation tactic like now i'm gonna come in and be your friend to like right. fully gaslight you and confuse you even further well that's what like... he's been doing the whole time and yeah. if any if if anyone watching cannot see that that is like like textbook gaslighting like him threatening them under his breath saying all these things about them you know saying things to to Teresa you know behind closed doors about them and then to their face being like oh no I love you guys I wanted your mom to be at the wedding like it's fucking manipulative gaslighting and here's the thing he's not just gaslighting the Gorgas he's not just gaslighting us he's also gaslighting Teresa because he's telling her one thing and then he's doing other things like this guy Mm -hmm. does not know how to be authentic or forthright if if you offered him a million dollars he couldn't do it no but he would take your money oh 1000 percent. and then invested in pizza ovens like stupid (laughs) fucking pizza ovens it doesn't even make sense i mean i'm gonna need i'm gonna need a tutorial i know that vea apparently has one that she got hand signed by margaret josephs or whatever the fuck it was they they found one and then like got it to margaret i don't even know yeah i was gonna say didn't she like sell it to margaret or something i thought somebody had told me again fucking weird what are you doing why are you doing this why did you like go steal a pizza oven from like the gorga's garage and then sell it to marge she bought it on or not instagram ebay is what i was told i can't confirm and then gifted it to margaret did she, then, she wanted Margaret to like bring it to the reunion or something? I'm sure. Well, no, that's what I think I think that's when Margaret allegedly gave her like a gift card or something, and then they uh, used the gift card to purchase some sunglasses. Oh, twenty five thousand, don't you know? 25,000. 25, <laughs> but a let because if you look at that screenshot, um, Louis says like you. Oh, something about bribes more, being bribes, yeah. yeah. And then the sunglasses you bought with the money from that pig and pig is in like caps or whatever. And I'm like, all right, you psycho. It's all so ridiculous. It's also ridiculous. And here's where I feel bad though, is because like, I don't think Teresa, I don't think Teresa knows. (sighs) Teresa. And I say this 
I was going to say I say this with love, but like there's truly no love in, in what I'm about to say. She's one of the dumbest human beings that I think has ever walked the face of the earth. And I like, I say that with sadness. Yeah, it's not love. It's sad. It's sadness. It's sad. I feel bad for her because I feel like she's walking right into the same trap that was before her. Um, I mean, even there were even sometimes during the reunion where you could just... I mean, there was that moment where mm -hmm. um, they were talking about the pizza ovens and Louis was saying that like everything was in Teresa's name, so it was going to be benefiting her. But then she then was like, well, I didn't know anything about it. And it's like, that's fucking weird. Like he shouldn't be starting businesses in your name. Like I, I get he can spin it to be like, well, it's a, an investment for you. But like, no, it's also a liability for her. Right. Um, and, and then the, the same time... thing too. Sorry, the, the same thing too no. like when they were in, with the whole... Um, Gia situation and Gia's like I never said that and then Louis two seconds later is like well you did say it but you meant something different and it's like y'all can't get your story straight like this man is going to be the death of you you're going to prison again babe I'm sorry you're going back to it's, camp I hate saying that but I kind of am getting those vibes it's it's because there's like an alleged tax lien the new there's... website like teresa's new like lifestyle network or Wait. website or whatever it is she oh, started like YouTube? a new that might whatever whatever it is YouTube. i don't know i'm not Got it. i have no interest in watching the woman make meatballs I on youtube but there's piano. like a pay there's like a paywall but it's similar to a jen shaw situation where like when you read the fine print it's like we will be selling all of your information to third parties so yeah they're going to jail um it's not going to be pretty but like i don't know maybe we'll get like a teresa goes to prison special and we'll like see how high she can make her hair for her, like I mean, for when she for her mugshot i don't know i obviously i hope that it doesn't happen that way but it just seems to be like history is repeating itself and yeah. since she is so indignant and like refusing to accept any accountability for ever having committed any acts of like wrongdoing against right. anybody or like learned any seemingly valuable lessons after going to camp the first time. Yeah. Um, I, I just know. can't believe here we are. How many years later is it from when she did go to camp? I mean, it's got to be over 10 years and no, close like, to it. I was going to say it's almost because I think it was like 2014. Okay, or like, so pretty close to it. And she's like still that. just like bitching about who ratted her out. It's like no one ratted you out, but like no, but you and babe, your husband not paying FBI, your bills. Yeah, yeah like that. Well, you ratted yourself out. <laughs> Well, I used to work in financial crimes and I remember watching, like, I remember when Jersey very first started and the scene where she was furniture shopping and with all the cash. Oh, the cash. that was like the, the pilot episode. Yeah. And I remember we watching known then. it. I did. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah. I, was like, I worked in financial crimes. I was like, yeah, that's not normal. Like no. how many times have you been at like fucking Haverty's or like, West Elm or, you know, name a furniture store. And Crate and Barrel. Somebody yeah. Crate and Barrel. Oh, were you being rhetorical? Somebody... I was like, oh God, I got to name one. <laughs> no, yeah, name like four more actually. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, um... <laughs> but like, have you ever seen somebody pull out like $20,000 and just be like, oh, hold on, please. It's like, what? It's ridiculous. And it doesn't even make sense because like, no. if you're someone who has a lot of money, like you just, you, you charge it and then you just pay off your credit card bill right away. And so that way you're paying it. You don't pay interest. And then you you're points. building your credit. 
it. Yeah, like that, th- there's a lot of ways to be really smart financially. Yes, follow paying and paying in cash <laughs> all the time everywhere is not one of them, guys. Like no. it's so. I mean, this isn't like a. a finance podcast but I right mean, no it could be but take advice from us not from yeah. Teresa Judice Listen, okay yeah, don't do that you guys and it was I don't know it's always sad to me when a woman is not on the deed of a home right I just feel like that is always such a red flag I'm like do you not understand what the fuck that means it doesn't mean that you're paying the bill babe it means right. that like he can't kick you out like this is your home and the fact that her name isn't on that deed like yeah of course she can be like it's marital property but right. it's not because he had it before they got married and i don't know like what new jersey they don't have like minor minor children to where she could really like use that as an arguing stance and it's on record before they got married that she was like i don't need a prenup i make more Ugh. money than him that that's why you need a that's prenup, why, that's, that's why, why you need, yeah that's like, like oh actual- <laughs> teresa she's so dumb i i mama yeah. me like yeah. i i yeah. Ugh, this poor woman and and here's the thing louis is not by any means like a genius but no. he's smart enough and he's a, a narcissist and he's manipulative uh, enough he's to like be that. he's planning he's planning yep. ahead he's Always. he's planting the seeds i mean that her not being on the deed is one of those things he set into motion just in case you know just oh in case gosh. i decide to scam her just in case well i hope we're wrong you know we're like we're never we're wrong not. <laughs> we're not, i know wrong. it would be like a first feeling so like you know yeah. Maybe it would yeah. be a cool experience to share with you, but <laughs> right? it's not like, it's not like, no, yeah, I know it's definitely I'm, not likely. So can't wait for the day, but we'll yeah, see. we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm glad they're on pause, you know, yeah. and with the money thing again, as Dorinda would say, money talks, wealth whispers. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, for sure. Teresa wouldn't be out here and my God, can somebody teach her how to buy like better fake designer stuff because sometimes it really is so like it's very cringe. it's bad it's really bad yeah especially given the fact it. well and especially given the fact that like melissa has also gotten called out a lot for like selling fake stuff and so it's like you, you that rivalry there you would think that Teresa would be like oh i'm gonna show her up by like wearing real fendi but like no <laughs> No, no, not, eh. not yet. No. Anyway. Okay. What are your thoughts on the Real Housewives of Orange County? We're like into a new season. Have you been watching? Oh my yeah, God. It's just I rolled have. so far into the back of your head. I saw so, your brain. Look, Gina's got to go. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I think that's go. fair. I, I've liked Gina, but I, I like fully her. agree at this point. Yeah. I like her. I'm not saying I don't like her because I do think she's like so cute. Mm-hmm. But it's just not. She's a too fit. normal. It's There's, too normal. I can't think of one um, like iconic fight she's had. No, a single, I mean, not only, a single one. The only thing iconic was like her mugshot, and then <laughs> like those, her like, bad hair, her, her hair, hair journey, the the good bad hair, because it was like so bad that it was like wow, Funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was so bad it was good, and now she's just like a ambassador for stitch fix right but like not officially just like 
living her life. So yeah, um, she's just too normal. I agree. I don't think she brings enough. She's not like, you know, she's, she clearly doesn't bring the, like the fighting kind of Mm -hmm. drama. And I don't think she is like funny enough to be just like the comedic relief either. And even with the comedic relief, you still want you, you, a good housewife is both like, look at a Portia Williams. Like she's the funniest (laughs) and she's like, so she'll get in, she's scrappy. She'll get in there, you know? So Gina doesn't check any of the boxes for me at this point. Um, I feel like she needs to just like move along, pick up some extra shifts at Chili's and just, you know, go about her day. Sell a couple condos down. Oh, oh, I forgot she got her real estate yeah. license. Good for yeah. her. Good for her. Yeah, good Honor, for her. She, I, I heard she had Wednesdays off from Chile, she, so she was going to real estate <laughs> school. Yeah. Yes, she is. And listen, I again, I do like her, but... I would be, I would be her friend. I would totally be her friend. Do totally. I think that she needs to be on my TV? No. No. And no. I, I'm not even getting... Because at first... Like two seasons ago, I really enjoyed the dynamic between Emily and Gina. Yeah. But now, so far anyway, I know we're only two episodes in, but it's just like, I don't know. It feels different with her this season. So Yeah. Well, when they first came on the scene, they were like the odd men out. And it was kind of mm-hmm. interesting to get these like two, like two very different women. Like they're not kind of the same at all. Um, but to hear their perspectives on like the, the cast that we all knew and love, it was it, like... I don't know, it was an interesting take. Now they're just there and they don't, I don't think that they have, like they might be friends, I believe it, but I don't think they have yeah. a ton of chemistry together. They're not no. like super fun. They're not super funny. They don't have like funny inside jokes that we now the fans no. have picked up on. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, they're not giving what the Trace Amigas give. Yeah. I don't, I no. don't even really like, I don't like Vicky or Tamara all that much, but I still, I enjoy the Trace Amigas together because there's such chemistry with the three the of dynamic them. dynamic you know? is so good. Yeah. It's totally. so good. But I have to say, and like, you know, I love Tammy Sue, mm-hmm. but the like fight with Shannon is giving she force. she is acting so hard she is like i'm gonna be the first housewife to Girl. ever win an emmy like yeah. it is it is I, too much <laughs> you can tell that she's been off the show for two years off the and, show, she's, yeah. and she's been watching the show for two years and yes. not just like watching oc but she is now become like a housewives expert like us like she yeah. is a bravo holic and i think that that it it adds something different. Like when you have someone on the show who is a fan of reality TV, mm. they're they're not, I mean, it's just, it makes sense. They're not going to be fully themselves. They're going to be playing it up for the cameras, much more so than like any normal person would, you know? Yeah. Um, she was acting her little ass off. It was, I mean, it was admirable, I guess, the effort that she put into rehearsing that sit down, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. But it was just very Fuck cringe. a duck. As like, girl, Fuck a duck. What was that? And that was the only Shannon, line she remembered, honestly. Well, I, <laughs> she, you know, it's she landed that better than system deceased. So oh I'll, my God. I'll yes. you know, I'll give it to her for that. But poor girl, Shannon she's not. Like, she's not one. She's not like a linguistic type. Person. No, she's well, and she's also somebody else that says healing journey. Yes. Or like fillings or yes. you know, like my fillings were hurt. I'm like, your feelings or your fillings? Yeah. Like, yeah. She mispronounces a lot of words. Yeah. Um, so, but Shannon was annoying the shit out of me too. Shannon was so annoying too. Like with her squawking at the other like, boat. Being like, is that John? Up. Is that John over there? It's like, shut, yes. this bitch is trying to tell you about her child. Like just It's shut like a whole story. Up. 
Because I am really liking Jen so mm-hmm. far. Me like, too. I like her little backstory because mm-hmm. I know there's like more there. Yes. And God bless her. I feel bad for like some of these new people coming in who are, you know, getting in investigated to the nines by the couch right. detectives of totally <laughs> yeah um because you know her her backstory is interesting enough to where i think there's like more there that like we don't know about of course because it's none of our business entirely like she gave us enough to like make right. it juicy yeah um but i'm sure more will come out about it but her her story is cute her vibe is cute i like you her. just you made such a good point just then I I feel like the fans have become way too invested in like revealing the truth and and like yes. pulling the storylines out yes. of these shows. Yes. We need to go back to leaving that to the people on Sit the on shows. Your couch. Like that was part of the fun of watching these shows is yes. watching the secrets come out over the course of a season and watching the women try and pull those secrets out. Like, imagine if the Brooks Ayers cancer season happened now. It wouldn't be Shannon Bedore or Megan King calling Newport Imaging to get files. It, it would, would be, be Thea. Bravo. It would be yeah. Thea. <laughs> it would be your dad is no, watching. Wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Don't give her that much credit. It would be, like, some weird burner account, like, some yeah, anonymous. Right, somebody. right. But it would be the fans pulling it out, and we would have revealed the truth way before mm-hmm. anyone else could have on the show. Yeah. And then and then the, sh- the season would have been about, like, them talking about how the fans brought it out, rather than, like, the the like juicy fucking season that we got which was so good like you guys we need to chill i get it if it's been two seasons and like the truth hasn't come out then fine like go like and do your little investigation call bo deedle i don't care but give it give it a beat (laughs) give it a beat (laughs) yes if people need to stop taking this so seriously and acting like i kind of feel like there's a degree of expectancy with reality stars or like people feel that they can get like a little more invested with the narrative right with reality stars i don't know it's just well i think it's twofold it's one because they're like quote unquote real people and and two it's because like we've seen that that the viewers can quite literally like change and yes steer the storyline and like change the show um and now everyone like wants to to try and do that you know okay well that's narcissistic as i know and i can tell you as someone who inadvertently created the schwartz and raquel storyline like by accident i didn't get anything out of it i didn't get a paycheck i didn't get a producer credit like i'm still just sitting here tweeting about the show yeah just vibing the same as everybody else watching this shit on right Yeah, so I don't know. People need to relax a little bit and just like watch it and have fun and let these ladies have fun and the gentlemen too because the house husbands of Jersey are a good time to watch. And like I do like the husbands on, well, I guess it's just Terry and Eddie. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but it's fun when the husbands it's get fun. involved. Like, if if I the like husbands it. didn't have the opportunity to get involved, we wouldn't have the classic line. We've got a term for you in medicine. It's penis. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> it's so good. Like, I, I say this all the time about Bravo shows, so but good. scripted TV could never. Scripted could TV never. could never. Never. Could never. Never. Yeah. I mean, the other thing is too. 
well, scripted TV would never be predicated on fan base, like reaction, I don't think, or like right. steering, but I don't think reality or excuse me, scripted TV could ever, you know, like with the Sandoval thing mm-hmm. that could never have elicited such a reaction because if it was just a show, people would be like, so what somebody cheated? Like, right. Certainly we, well, certainly we cannot drag this out for three whole months. Uh, I don't Bravo know. Do you, like- do, <laughs> Shannon, Shannon Casey, do you not remember we were on a break? Like that okay, shook actually, the universe. I do remember a lot of people were like calling their pastors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a crisis in America. I know. So, I know. Okay, you're right. Friends, okay, friends did it first. But, but it's very Bravo, difficult. It's very yeah. difficult. It's very, very difficult, difficult to, to penetrate achieve. that. Yeah, yes. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm so excited to be celebrating Pride Month with my friends over at Mala & Mantra. Curators of meditation mala beads designed with precious gemstones and crystals, handcrafted by a fair trade cooperative of women artisans in the Philippines. Judith Compton, founder of Mala & Mantra, approached my husband Matthew to help design their 2023 Pride bracelet, as she's always wanted to help support the LGBTQ plus community. Judith insisted Matthew consult and provide guidance on this project based on his experience in diversity, equality, and inclusion initiatives and marketing. This was a three-month process of collaborating with Judith to select intentionally curated gemstones and mala beads, crafting a mantra and copy for the marketing materials, and ultimately developing and releasing the design, the Unconditional Love Bracelet. We face the harsh reality of recent anti-LGBTQ policies in a world that should celebrate love and diversity. From discriminatory laws to oppressive regulations, the rights of our LGBTQ community are at risk. But remember, this fight is about more than just policies. It's about the lives and well-being of our friends, family, and neighbors. Every person deserves to live authentically, free from fear and prejudice. So let's raise our voices and take a stand for equality. Together, we can create a world where love knows no boundaries and everyone is accepted for who they are. 10% of proceeds of all Mala and Mantra unconditional love bracelets will be donated to PFLAG National from June 2023 through June 2024. Founded in 1973, PFLAG is the first and largest organization dedicated to supporting, educating, and advocating for LGBTQ people and their families. PFLAG also provides support and resources to those in marginalized communities, such as Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, African Americans, Latinos, and the military community. Learn more about PFLAG's works at pflag.org, and make sure to purchase your unconditional love bracelet at malaandmantra.com. Happy Pride Month! So, but other than that, I mean, I have to say, Atlanta is not giving me a boner at all. I, I'm still watching... Yeah, I'm just not a Marlo fan. I really can't with her. Like I, no. I, I liked her as a friend when she would pop yes. in here and there, but yes. I can't with her and her. She also is giving forced, um, forced but again, it's someone produce. who like was on, not on the show and like watching it for years and years and years and like Studying. practicing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, what do you think about uh, the legacy? Oh, I actually am excited. I think this is a good way to do it. Um, Like if if I I think that it's probably better for them to do it as like a kind of quick little one off like special than try to simultaneously have two two New York's going. I think it it would do a disservice to both of those shows. Uh Yeah. So I think it's good. I think it's fun. And I also like, I don't know. I know people are really upset about it. And I 
I, I don't want this to become like the normal thing where they just like do a clean sweep of the, the cities. But New York was one in particular where like the, the demographic of the cast skewed very old. Um, and like not old yeah. for life, but like old for Bravo, you know, like yeah. when the shows first started, these were like women who were supposed to be in their late thirties, early forties with young kids. Mm -hmm. And then I get it. New York was like a totally different vibe, but when they came on, they were all already in their forties. Like now they're like 60, like they're old. And Ramona's I mean, I, like 65. I, I know. And like, I understand that there is a place in the zeitgeist for women of that age, but that's like 80 for Brady. That's not this, you know? So. Very 80 for Brady, very lifetime, very yeah. different network. It's, yeah. and I don't, but here's the thing. Like I don't put all of them, despite the fact that they are close in age in that bracket, like it's kind of reserved for Ramona Singer. Ramona. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I kind of think she ruined the show. I do. Yeah. Sadly. And here's the thing. Like she was good TV for so long. Like, cause it was, she was always cringe. Like she was never appropriate, but it was kind of like, that was, she was very similar to like a lot of our moms. I feel like, you know, like right. my mom will say some of the most cringe shit ever, but it's not like totally disrespectful. And that's where it built up to with Ramona. It went from right. being, <clears throat> excuse me. It went from being like, like funny and like quirky to like, you know, cover your face and be like, oh my God, what the hell did she just say? Like, right. When I think the thing about Ramona too, for me is the last few seasons, like even beyond the cringy things she would say to like her castmates, to people to in the room, to the you know, service workers, service to the, workers. The, the girl hosting the charity event, Birdie oh or whatever, God. like all of that stuff. But even more so than that, it started to feel like she either was like, felt like she was above the whole process. Entitled, yes, yeah. And you know what she, she gave, and like, at least I give her the credit that she waited like 10 seasons to get there, but it was giving Mary Cosby. Like, remember Mary Cosby, how like every time she would go on a group trip, they'd be filming and she'd just be off in the corner. Like, I hate By this. Herself. I don't want to yeah. be. And it's like, you like, signed up you for here? this. Get involved. You yes. signed up for this. Like at least fake it because it's your job, you know? It's, yeah. And listen, with Ramona, it, I don't know. She, the entitlement, I, I'll never forget when Bethany called her out for like not saying hi to Bethany's assistant in the elevator right. when they were going, you know, and I was just like, that does like really speak. Cause I always feel like however you treat, you know, like wait staff or service workers is usually a good indication of like what type of a person you are. Totally. You know what? And that's so interesting. Bethany has had a lot of moments like that where she's like, you know, really kind of defended the little man or kind of called, like she called Luann out one time because she was like correcting the driver. Uh, and she was yeah. like, you make him call you Mrs. like, Della Della like that's so weird. You know, and I appreciate that about Bethany. And I do, I mean, love her or hate her. Like she's, Bethany has a lot of quirks, whatever. But one thing yeah. that I appreciate about her is, in my opinion, she's someone who always has kind of treated everyone the same, whether the she same. thought you were worlds above her or worlds below her, she's going to be herself and, and kind of like snark with you no matter what. And I yep. think that's some people, why some people think like she, she rubs them the wrong way, but I appreciate it. She's not like looking her nose down on anyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I will say I've always, right now I'm on like a weird journey with Bethany because she's, been she's really Bethany's weird. on a weird journey with herself yeah, and like her, so. her TikTok influencer era. I, like yeah. I don't 
why did you why did you like build up this brand to become a billionaire why are to go buy makeup girl? at Walgreens? Like I don't Thank get you. it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. You're not like, why are we talking about CoverGirl and Wet n Wild? Yeah. yeah. And... Or she's like, like taste testing, like trolley bright crawlers and like telling us which color gummy worm tastes the best. Like it's, it's weird. Okay. Um, that's like something Kelly Ben Simone should be doing. If yeah. Anybody... I'm, I think we all need to tell Bethany to go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Bethany sleep. needs a nap for sure. She does. She does. But speaking actually... of, wait, speaking of naps, I need a nap oh so God. bad. Okay, so I have to ask, how many, what do you guys do? You guys are shifting, you know, like, I assume, like, he's staying at the hospital for a little bit, and then you're, like, we're really- we're, tr- we're trying. So, okay, mm-hmm. so everyone listening, surprise, I had two babies last sat- last Sunday, the 11th. <laughs> um, yay! Very, yay, very unexpectedly, they were three months early. Um, so they're doing well, they're in the NICU and they're growing and getting stronger every day and they're so perfect and I'm obsessed with them. Um, but so obviously it came as like such a shock. We were not expecting it. In fact, the night before we went out and did um, like maternity photos with the baby's birth mom and like got a bunch of photos of us, us with her and like went out to dinner with her whole family and like no one suspected that the next day the babies would be here. So oh we have for the past week and a couple days have just kind of been like really trying to... F- figure out everything like you know we have three dogs that we had to get settled and taken care of and then we had to like notify our our works and contact hr and then like every time we're at the hospital there's like new people coming in with different forms to fill out and so it's been chaotic to say the least um now that we're in week two i think we are kind of finally starting to settle into like an on off schedule we we like to both be there as much as possible but like we're also both working full-time because we don't want to take our paternity leave and until the babies come home and then like mm-hmm. we don't have like four nurses on staff all the time right yeah oh my god what a dream it, i mean it's re- it's obviously like babies being born you know preterm and, and being in the NICU is never ideal but all things considered you know the fact that they are doing well the fact that they were like really healthy and a good size for the the gestation that they were at it's really good um like the doctors have only been saying positive things about their their stay there so far um and so the silver lining too is like by the time we bring them home we are going to be such experts we've yeah. had like literal professionals teaching us everything the like, best kind of training to- totally totally and like anything that we're scared or nervous about like there are literal professionals there to like walk us through it step by yeah. step and so yeah the other thing that like i'm really crossing my fingers about and maybe if there are any listeners who are like former or current nicu parents maybe you can uh, like attest to this or i don't know but i've heard that a lot of nicu babies if they have a long stay by the time they go home they're like sleeping through the night and they're already on a feeding schedule because like the nurses I mean already like they're on such a strict schedule with everything in the hospital that I'm noticing like Poppy like you know a couple minutes before she's it's her time to get fed which is every three hours she'll like start getting a little fussy so they're already acclimating to that so I'm like crossing my fingers that when we bring them home it's like a 10 hour REM cycle (laughs) hopefully because it's so wild how kids are so different like my son slept through the night at four weeks old mm, and like oh my God, never went back. Yeah. It was a dream. Like I'll never forget the first time that it happened. I was like terrified that he had like SIDS or something. And like, like I wouldn't even right. go to that. Cause I was like, Oh my God, he didn't wake up. Like he's yeah. Like he's yeah, literally he's, like, dead. dead. And he like, was oh just gosh. having the just best night's sleep of his just fucking having, life. <laughs> I like ran in there, like covering my eyes, making, you know, his dad look and everything like that. Um, but then 
my daughter is the total opposite. My daughter didn't really sleep through the night um, until she was like three. She would just like get up and like come in and be like, hey. I'm like, no. She sounds cool. That sounds (laughs) awesome. She was ready to party. It's Listen, it's cool. I call her like my no limit soldier baby because if I'm having people over, she's not going to bed until like everybody's gone. She's been up until like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning before. Oh like, my God. like it's nothing. And it, so she what likes a legend. party party. Yeah. She's such an icon, but my son was asleep at seven 45 every night, Ugh. slept until like eight 30 the next day. Oh, no, that's a dream. It was such a dream. So kids are there. Yeah. You know, well, fingers crossed for the former fingers of those two crossed. options. I mean, I like a I like a nice like two a.m. dance party session in the kitchen, but yeah, every uh... now and then it slaps because it's like little <laughs> intimate moments. But I'm yeah. like, look, we can't do this every night. We can't right. do this every week. Even this is right. like a once a month type. Well, kiki. right, like... <laughs> because it's like we put you to bed because Mama and yeah, Papa yeah. gotta watch. We got well, I gotta watch the Housewives before I go to bed. I got shows to watch. Listen, though, I am going to segue over to documentaries for a second because I have to, because like brain blown this week, I've been on a little documentary journey, just like binging the shit out of them. I'm not even really watching TV that much. I would say I'm only watching like two hours of TV a day. Um, But I was watching, I finished three documentaries this past week that I just feel like all three of them need to be watched. Okay. First and foremost shiny happy people oh my god we watched that holy fucking shit the fact that we as a like a society (laughs) and a culture just allowed them to become like stars and celebrities and go on like mall tours and shit thank you i will never forget when they busted out on the scene in their bed sheets and their seven thousand children and i remember people like embracing them and me fully being like no these people are all the way creepy this is not normal. Number one, 19 kids. No, that's insanity. Number it's two, they looked like the Davidians from the that cult that guy had out in Texas, whatever yeah. it was. Okay. Was that the Kool-Aid cult? No, different one. The one where they like had that compound that they like stood off like with the police for like- that, the, Oh my God, and they like, yes, and everyone was getting yes, like shot and killed. Yeah, shot, yes. burned alive. Like I, I watched a, I watched like a 2020 on that recently. Okay, I remember when that was happening like in live time because my mom was born in Waco. So we were like always watching the news coverage of it. I oh didn't like God. understand it. I just remember like her being totally invested in it. Right, right. But yeah, so Shiny Happy People, definitely watch that. Second one is the curious case of Natalia Grace. On oh my god, that's HBO the, Max. the this the um story that inspired the movie the Orphan. Orphan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did you watch yes. that? I haven't watched the documentary, but I've seen Orphan, so I pretty much know the whole thing. <laughs> no, like I'm telling you, like you have to watch this because I okay. need to know. I I need to record an episode on my pod with your like thoughts on it because okay. Something tells me you and I may have differing opinions or probably, probably. Yeah. And I love that. So why? Oh my God. You, are you like a fan of hers now? You like want to adopt her? No, I definitely. Like, I see, I see why she did it. No, I definitely don't. That is. Do you think I'm going to think that though? You think I'm going to think she's great? I have a feeling that you might believe that she's a child. I don't know. Oh, so it's still speculative. Like people still don't know. They like can't prove Her, her age. They can't. Her legal age right now is 33. Interesting. And when did this all occur in real life? 
So allegedly she was born in, I think it was 2003. Okay. Um, I th- or was it two? No, 2007. I think, I don't know when they got her, she was allegedly six, but then they started like finding things out. Like she was yeah. having a period um, you know, things that six right. year olds don't yeah. have. Right. So she was wearing dentures. <laughs> she like walked with a cane. <laughs> she had her nipples pierced. Right. Like... <laughs> this little girl came over and called her grandma. It was so weird. <laughs> so strange, you guys. But yeah, um, and thankfully they weren't in Florida because I was waiting. For... God. But they did. Here's I knew Florida was gonna make an appearance. Of a gator no, crawled through the scene. No, they adopted her from Florida. Of course. Of course she of came course. from Florida. Of course, of course she fucking came from Florida. Of course. Well, See, no, that's what ha- no, no. that's what happens when she you don't say come. gay. That's what no, happens she, when you don't say gay. She didn't come from Florida. Her previous foster family abandoned her at, at a foster home in Florida. Oh, they were like, this bitch is nuts. Bye. It's dark. Yeah, that's bye, dark. Bye, bye, like, bye. we don't know what to do with her period. Don't really know. What, well, or the fact that she was like a wannabe homicidal maniac um so yeah that's my second recommendation and then my third one i just watched it today and like this is probably one of the weirder documentaries that i've seen it's called how to create a sex scandal on hbo okay it's super weird um it's basically it's about like this small town in texas this woman And her husband moved there and they're like foster parents to like 15 kids at one point. And allegedly three of the kids that they take in, it's two sisters and a brother. um, Allegedly they were forced to be like sex workers by their parents. And it turns into this whole sex scandal with like prison sentences. And like, it's super wild. Um, It was not entirely the outcome i was expecting Ooh, so, there's a twist yeah there's a little bit of a twist so i would recommend that one uh, okay those are my well i'm just gonna head back to the nicu and like put yeah. on all of my like murder sex shows yes. and um you because yeah, the, the nurses be- the nurses recommend soothing sounds only for the baby so <laughs> well yeah. i mean i don't i would not recommend i would recommend a documentary is good it's yeah. just talking they don't right. know totally and yeah. this is valuable information honestly exactly stranger danger it's never too early right never trust a 33 year old that looks like a six-year-old <laughs> never trust yeah exactly that's one of the things but uh, for sure. oh my gosh or people in bed sheets oh uh, yeah no no i mean guys <laughs> no one no one in a cult like just no. steer clear don't drink steer the kool-aid don't, don't drink the kool-aid don't do it uh, Shannon, thank you so much for chatting with me and catching up with me. I literally like, I know that I need to focus on my babies and that is obviously first and foremost, but like, I don't want to give up on my dreams, which is this podcast. Not, and so not giving up on your dreams. Listen, and I just want to say this as your, like, as your friend and as a parent, like there's going to be times where you can't record or where you feel like so many different directions are pulling you yeah. and it's like at the end of the day like the people like you're a bright light and you attract people and you're going to keep attracting people as long as you keep living like authentically so don't even worry about people falling off or anything weird like that because we're all here for you and we want you to like spend as much time with Duncan and Poppy as you can and with mm-hmm. Matt and like building your family 
don't worry. Like uh-huh. this is not going anywhere. Everybody's here to support you. So just oh, you're the you know? sweetest ever. You're the sweetest. Okay, well everyone, oh, when nice. I'm when I'm off the air, go listen to Everything's Hunky Dory with Shannon Casey. Yeah, because the, yeah. It's the next best thing. I'm just gonna yeah. redirect my listeners to you. So perfect. Yeah, I love that. Well, I'm going on a little summer hiatus for oh like my God, 30 bitch, days. you can't I just had two babies. Like, what are you doing? I know. Well, no, no, no. I'm still like talking to people in DMs, but I'm not scrolling for 30 days. I'm taking a okay. 30 day scroll break. starting tomorrow at sundown when the summer solstice you know when it's like officially summer tomorrow okay well i'll just i'll text you pictures of the baby text i'll be in dms for 15 minutes every day i have a little block set out for look how cute you are i'm just trying you know mental health as well babes but yeah find me everything's hunky dory underscore podcast you know where i am i'm here all the time i'm such a squatter now on this podcast you want to just take over yeah i mean you know what (laughs) i might i I love you though and just take your time okay thanks sweetie i'll talk to you soon okay bye. bye